Everybody has a passion. But what if you could get paid to talk about your passion? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. All right, let me explain. First and foremost, it's free. There's tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many other platforms. You can make money from your podcast even with no minimum listenership. It's everything that you need to make a podcast in one singular location. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. What's up, Panther Nation? I am your host of the Proud Reports, the one, the only Panther Guru. And we are talking about the Carolina Panthers at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Panthers go on the road to face Tom Brady, and he is loaded with weapons over there at Tampa Bay. Of course, Chris Godwin will not be playing this game. He's actually listed as doubtful, but most likely he will not be playing this game. But that doesn't mean that the Panthers will not have a bevy of other weapons to deal with, including the former Patriots tight end, Rob Gronkowski. Carolina has a younger secondary, but um, we're going to talk about one of the pickups that they made at secondary that I really like, and I really feel that's going to help the Panthers down the stretch. But Dante Jackson, surprisingly, um, we, we were initially really concerned about his injury, but the injury does not appear to be something that will keep him out for the long term. He actually will be playing this game, and he was actually a participant in practice this week. However, uh, there was some other injury news that came out of this week that um, really was disappointing to Panthers fans, of course. And the number one is that K1 Short will not be playing this game. However, it's optimistic that he will be playing as early as next week. But Yatur Gross Matos is out with a concussion for this game. And hopefully uh, he can play next week. It was a hit that hit him to, uh, he got hit, and it was an injury to the eye that uh, caused the concussion protocol to be initiated. So hopefully he doesn't have um, much longer to go before he can complete the concussion protocol. But of course, his safety is the most important thing. So however long he needs is is perfectly fine. But hopefully we can get him back on the field sooner than later for his own uh, production and his own um, uh, experience and just trying to scale up things within, within his own personal goals. Okay, well, Teddy Bridgewater has his work cut out for him. Um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, of course, boast an interesting run defense that can really do well stopping the run. But Christian McCaffrey should have no problem shredding them. And Christian McCaffrey did not struggle too much the last time these two faced. And that was last season, of course. But like Christian McCaffrey didn't really struggle too much with that issue of them being good against the run. So I know that he could probably handle the workload. And he always can handle the workload. And he's the one of the best, if not the best, running back in the entire NFL. So with K1 short out, it's next man up. Zach Kerr, who already played about 30% of the snaps last week. Should go ahead and fill right in there. And I expect Bravion Roy, the rookie, to get some playing time. And it's also been said that F.A. Obata will actually be rotating in as well as he's added more size during the offseason. And they're going to allow him to get some looks on the interior. With Yatur out, um, like I said, it's probably his next man up. And it's looking like it's probably going to be Marquise Haynes filling in that role. And that's not a problem because Marquise Haynes is a veteran and he's a speed rusher. So um, let's see if he can generate some more pressure 
this week than we did last week against the Raiders. So that'll be an interesting thing to see how he performs. The Carolina Panthers uh, had an issue earlier this week. This is like kind of some off the field stuff when they fired a Latino uh, reporter for his support of Donald Trump. Um, I'm not going to go too far into that. If you want to read more on the story, then that's fine. I just wanted to report it. I really don't want to get into that just because I want to talk about football. And more importantly, I want to talk about some of the things that, um, especially some of the pickups that we made this week. So I just want to make sure I have enough time to cover those things, you know. So that's why I'm kind of not trying to go too far in depth. It's a deeper story. So the Panthers added veteran cornerback Tremaine Johnson to the practice squad. I love this pickup. If you've been listening to me during the offseason, I thought that when uh, Tremaine Johnson was available, I like his Los Angeles Rams days. So when I knew that he was available, I was saying that this is somebody that the Panthers should definitely keep an eye on because he actually played well when he was a former Ram. I don't know about him when he was uh, with the Jets. I didn't watch a lot of film of him with the Jets, and um, I think it was pretty much a forgettable season over there with the Jets. I stand to be corrected, though. But um, he was deemed as an expensive cap casualty because they signed him for a big contract when he was with the Rams. Um, People aren't as high on Tremaine Johnson in certain aspects of his game. But I think that Tremaine Johnson has the talent of a pro bowler, of course. And I'm not using that lightly. Like Tremaine Johnson was a very, very good cornerback when he was with the Rams. So they had put him on the practice squad, and I expect him to get activated from the practice squad as early as next week. But, of course, the Panthers just signed him, so they're going to look to get him up to speed, get him in practice, see how he looks. But I think that he's going to really do well for this team. And the Panthers might have a really good secondary uh, at when it's all said and done. Rasul Douglas has been playing awesome, though. The former Philadelphia Eagles that we signed off of uh, the practice squad, and he's like balling. He played excellent last game. I hope that he has a really good game this game because that might just be a steal for the Panthers. And you throw Dante Jackson, Rasul Douglas, Tremaine Johnson coming off of practice, uh, um, Tremaine Johnson coming off the practice squad, and also uh, Eli Apple whenever he gets healthy and. You know, those guys can play like how they're really capable of playing. Man, that's going to be a scary secondary. You almost have four Pro Bowl caliber players. Uh, well, three. I'm, I'm not. I'm, it's a stretch to really say that Rasul Douglas is a Pro Bowl caliber player. Uh, it may be a stretch to even say that Eli Apple, but you had two surefire Pro Bowlers in, in Dante Jackson and, and Tremaine Johnson in terms of level of talent. And then Eli Apple, you know, he's a solid contributor. And I think Rasul Douglas could be another solid contributor. And that Panthers secondary goes from being a weak spot to a bright spot. And, of course, on the interior line, Derek Brown has been progressing very, very nicely. And that's what you love to see out of the rookie. Tahir Whitehead has got to step up this week and show us something because a lot of people are calling for his head after last week. So um, the Panthers actually don't look like pushovers, you know. The way that Robbie Anderson has a, had a coming out party and he's been playing well, I don't think that people can really be counting the Panthers out like they have been and thinking that they're just going to get walked all over. But, you know, let's talk about some things to watch in the matchup. Um, of course, the health of Dante Jackson is something that we're going to be monitoring. He practiced all week, but, you know, we got to see him in action against somebody like Mike Evans, which is going to be a crazy matchup for him. Uh, so we'll see how he fares against that. Uh, matchup, uh, fares in that matchup, and how healthy he is. 
Also, can Teddy Bridgewater continue the positive momentum that he's continued to have in his um, training camp days in, in this first week one debut? Can he continue to still put up numbers? How well is he going to do against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? And if he does really well about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, will people start to actually give Teddy Bridgewater even more consideration and, and, and actually give him more recognition? And, of course, can the Panthers get enough pressure on Brady? Of course, I talked about the Panthers having a big goose egg on the sack total against Derek Carr last week against the Raiders. But can they get to the Tom Brady today and really get the pressure on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? And, um, you know, Tom Brady is a little bit long in the tooth now. He's older now. So contact is the last thing that he wants. And, you know, of course, they're going to be without Yatur Gross Matos, who was replaced, uh, of course, like I said, in the concussion protocol on Thursday. And... He was, you know, on the field for about 25% of the team's defensive snaps. But, you know, we're going to have Marquise Haynes, who's going to try and make a really good impression. So hopefully we can get more pressure on Brady. And, of course, the Carolina Panthers also boast a really potent offense with a lot of distribution uh, targets, whether that's Roby Anderson, DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, and even Ian Thomas. You have, like, five bona fide weapons that... Uh, Teddy Bridgewater has as his disposal. I think, you know, the timing was the only thing I really saw that was a little bit off with Teddy Bridgewater. But if that's week one with no real live game action to really test yourself like a preseason. So I think the timing gets better uh, down the stretch for the Panthers and Teddy Bridgewater. And I even think that it starts as early as week two with more practice time under his belt. And of course, another opportunity to have some game experience. And um, with that accuracy combined with these guys getting more up to speed and more acclimated, I think that, yeah, those drops kind of come down. Those uh, throws that are a little bit missed time come down and you have a really accurate quarterback in Teddy Bridgewater that's going to get these guys the ball and run after catch is going to be a nightmare for a lot of teams in the NFL. So, of course, here's the Prowl Report prediction on the game today. The Panthers do win this game by a score of 24 to 21. The Buccaneers uh, will come out firing, but you know, at the end of the day, I believe that the Panthers will still have enough with an improved defensive performance. Two or three sacks on Tom Brady, an interception, and also um, a great performance by Christian McCaffrey on offense and the buildup of the strength of Teddy Bridgewater's game. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. We're doing a giveaway for week three. And it will be, of course, a Christian McCaffrey jersey. So I know that everybody in Panther Nation loves Christian McCaffrey. We'll be giving away a Christian McCaffrey jersey for week three of the season. So make sure that you tweet in about that. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Thank you, guys. I'm your host, of course, the Panther Guru. Peace.